From the F3 Nation podcast studios. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the COT Podcast. Connecting the packs of F3 Nation through fitness, fellowship, and faith. I'm Sean McKinley, 40 Denali. Denali. Yeah, I'm Scott Gordon. Package. Package. Trip Trip plan. 30. Bogey. Bogey. 46. Turnpike. 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 COT Podcast starts right now. Shut up. Two dudes, handsome as the day is long, a couple of microphones and a whole bunch of ears talking about the great things that happen across the F3 Nation. What's up, everybody? Your boy, Hello Kitty. You are listening to the Circle of Trust podcast, my brother across the digital divide, none other than Rapido. And hey, man, been, been a couple hours since I had a rucksack on with you. We're out there getting after it. We were this morning, man. It was a good morning. It was peak, peak weather. I mean, bro, it's just the bro. perfect weather, right? Before the, the yellow snow descends upon us mm-hmm. and the humidity and all those things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was a good morning. How are you this morning? You were looking dapper AF, I must bro, say. Had the had the ruck pants on. I, what you can't, our, our listeners at home can't see is I got a, I got a dang shirt and a tie on today. I got to go t- take care of some real work here in a few minutes. So, fun, fun fact, suit it up. I suit it up honestly cannot remember the last time I tied a tie. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and I have to wear them occasionally awful. for yeah. work, but with the way things have gone for the last now one year, yep. um, I can't honestly remember the last time I put on a tie. It's all good, bro. 40 pounds in the rucksack today, as you've told me. Hey, man, throw, start throwing a little extra weight in there. Just don't just mm-hmm. put the 30 in there. You're going to have to get used nope. to a little bit more. So we're officially walking around 40 and getting ready for Grow Ruck South Carolina coming up May 1st. We got more on that, plus a plethora of news related to Grow Rucks. We got a lot to get to today, and we've got our first of what's going to be multiple live callers I joining can't us on the show today. And so let's go ahead and get our man scratch and win dialed into the cot hotline yes As you guys know dude it's been it's been a big few months there was a huge strong amazing push uh from the f3 nation and from you men to uh to help put some support around the foundation and crotch rocket and slaughter and dread and dark helmet these guys have this incredible vision for what the foundation can do in the future and we needed a man that was willing to to pirate this ship and that man is none other than Scratchwin, who joins us on the COT hotline. Good morning, brother. Hey, good morning. How are you, man? Doing well. Good morning. Doing well. Good morning, sir. Let's, uh, Great let's to have the, you on the show, man. Yeah, man. Exciting. Let's do I'm the particulars. Let's do the particulars first. We'll do it quick. We won't go full C-SPAN mode, but Scratch, give us your hospital name, give us your age, and tell us where you're from and where, where you're doing the bulk of your F3. Yeah, so uh, my hospital name is John Horton, um, like Dr. Seuss. Uh, I got called that by coaches a lot growing up, Horton, here's who. Um, But I hail from a smaller town right outside Knoxville uh, called Maryville. Or if you're from there, it's just Merville. Merville. Uh, Merville. Merville. Good old Merville, Tennessee. Been there. And uh, yeah, seriously. Uh, And uh, yeah, and so um, my AO uh, is typically in the area 51, uh, South Charlotte region is where i kind of uh do my do my work beautiful beautiful uh wife family what do you got over there yeah so my wife and i have been married almost 14 years nice. and um yeah you know, we have two yeah 
Yep. We have uh, we have two boys. Uh, Jones is eleven, and Nash is eight. And awesome. they have they have after their names too. So Jones is Reader Frog, because he uh, when he got named he liked to swim and he liked to read. Okay. <laughs> so Reader Frog. <laughs> Reader yeah. Frog. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, very, very literal, very yep, literal name. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, yeah, RF. And then Nash, uh, he just gotten into skateboarding, and so he got Tony Hawk. So nice. Reader Frog and Tony Hawk. Yeah, beautiful, Love beautiful. It. Well, I'm dad to Ray from Star Wars and Pink Dinosaur, which is my littlest one because she likes pink. And she like love that. I love that. <laughs> I've only got Everest so far because it was a it was a yeah, Paw Patrol dude, what season. Are we doing, what are we doing with Baird? We gotta get Baird out there. He's about he's, ready for some F3. Yeah, life. I mean he's three, right? He's, three. So, he's primed and ready. Let's go. Yeah. It's a high impact young man. I'm, if we start up F3 dads again on Saturdays, which I'm hoping we will pretty soon as the weather's I don't turning see and why the heck we're not? COVID COVID oh, is boy. hopefully further and further in distant future, then yeah, definitely we'll yeah. get him out and get him Let's a name. Do it. Let's do it. All right, snacks John, McGillicuddy um, is what I'm going to call him. Snacks McGillic because the kid <laughs> loves snacks. I love it. Yep. Snacks. <laughs> That's great. All right, Johnny. Let's get let's get to uh, let's get to know you a little bit, and let's uh, we don't we don't want to take a lot of time today because our gut would tell us that our man C-SPAN will have you locked in for a roundtable podcast as a chance to really kind of dig deep and talk about things related to the foundation. But again, thanks to our men for stepping up and answering the bell in this big fundraising push that we had at the end of last year to put these resources in place to help the foundation really go out there and attempt to do big things. And so you have been hired as the executive director of that. You're the first, we believe, full-time, full employee of uh of f3 nation in some way shape or form so first of all congratulations and by the way dude no pressure <laughs> yeah seriously right i appreciate that yeah that is that is actually first uh the first paid employee of this whole thing f3 so i mean you know to say i'm excited man would be the understatement of the century i mean i'm 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 excited i'm pumped to get started but i'm also grateful you know i realized uh for all those guys who donated to the give to give campaign i was I was one of those, uh, as I'm sure you guys were too. I mean, just the fact that I am now moving into the season, I am now operating in other people's sacrifice. And so that's the kind of how I look at that, you know, and, and it's a very weighty responsibility. And then, you know, I don't take it for granted. It's a big, big deal. It's a big deal. Yep. And um, I'm just excited to see what comes next in terms of us, you know, really being able to, to throw some gasoline on a fire that's already already burning and, and roaring right i mean so i think i think we're ready for some explosive growth and some explosive things you know coming soon well i'll tell you what man i mean you know rapido and i feel very blessed and i'll speak for him he can also speak for himself we feel very blessed to be able to sit in these chairs on a weekly basis and talk about all these amazing things that these guys are doing after we get done on the line with you we got three guys calling in that did some incredible level of first F acceleration over the weekend, but then it permeates into their fellowship and their faith as well. And so there's so many amazing things happening and what you're, you're exactly right in the sense that, dude, we got to organize this. We got to rally around this and we got to tell more people about what we're doing and let's go out there and do more good uh, if even yeah. possible. So from your standpoint, um, and you told me yesterday, you feel like your life is sort of culminated into this point to, to get to this next journey. So we don't need to get into the weeds as to every bit of detail about what's going to be going on. But what what is on the horizon for you guys? What are the major priorities to kind of get kicked off here? 
Yeah, well, you know, CR and I have been talking a lot about that over these past couple months. And even though, you know, my first day is technically tomorrow, it's when I officially start, you know, I've, I've already started and we've been already talking about sort of vision and, and, and what we could do moving forward, what it could look like in addition to, you know, uh, meeting with Slaughter. I mean, clearly that whole team is going to be formulating sort of the vision over the next three to five years. But early on, I mean, you know, like, like anything that has to be brought into order, We've got some administrative stuff to do. It's it's the less glamorous of the of the work, but right. it definitely needs to be done, right? Because that's going to allow. I have the saying. Um, I clearly stole it from Stephen Covey, but it's um, go slow to go fast, right? Mm-hmm. And so we've got to do some things to go slow first and foremost, get some processes in place, so that we can go fast and we can run harder than we than we normally would be able to later on. And and I do believe later on will be you know sooner than later. But yeah. early on, I think we're going to look at. You know, uh, in terms of all the regions are doing these amazing things, right? I mean, if you see a need, go meet it, go serve your community, go be the hands and feet and, and that, that, that we are in F3. And so I think a lot of what we're going to need to do is find out, you know, who's doing what? Mm-hmm. Who's doing what out there in terms of their passion, in terms of how they're volunteering and using their time and talents to uh, impact their community and kind of, kind of create some efficiencies around, you know, if there's a group. Um, I know there's, there's two groups right now that are interesting, uh, interested in, um, like child traffic, like how do we, how do we leverage those resources in order for them to have, uh, even greater impact and be even more efficient in their work. So I think, you know, what I'll say is what I'm going to be doing early on is just having a lot of conversations, asking a lot of questions. And really my goal is seeking to understand first and foremost, that's awesome, man. Look, what we don't want to do is is um, is get you overwhelmed out the gate here because there's probably guys that are like I've got we've got requests, right? We're ready mm-hmm. to do this and that. Yeah, we're, we're gonna absolutely. get to that point, right? So let's let's let things get started and get going. We we will absolutely get to that point. But if guys want to send you a note of encouragement, congratulations. How can they reach out to you? Yeah, so uh, I've got to get with CSD, but my inbox is actually already set up, and uh, it's just it's SW at f3nation.com perfect so that's my email yeah and i'm on i'm on twitter uh um linkedin um i think i'm on slack but i'm only in some of the area 51 channels or south Australia. so we're gonna get that fixed but yeah sw at f3nation.com and please yeah send me a great story of what you're doing i mean i send me questions you have how can we be doing this i mean that's clearly what i'm here for what what the foundation's here for what cnr cr and i We'll be working on. So please, please reach out. I mean, I'm available and I'm, I'm really, my job is to serve. I mean, I am here to serve uh, the nation and the guys in the nation. That's beautiful. Yeah, you said something earlier that struck me and I'm, I'm going to try to remember this for a while. You said oh, in the opening, like you're privileged to serve and other sacrifice. And I think that is a yeah. way to put it. Um, I've not heard that before. And I don't know if that's an original uh, scratch and win, but um, that's, that's a fantastic perspective that I think a lot of that will resonate with a lot of people, right? There's a lot of people who are, are pulled in a lot of different giving directions at various points in the year. And mm-hmm. um our opportunity here is, is, is ripe to give back to the communities in which, you know, we, we, we plant, grow and serve. And so this is, this is just awesome. I'm really excited for you, man. I'm excited for, for the nation. I just, I just, there's just so much positivity here. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. Well, thanks for saying that. And I think, you know, yeah, I think it hits the nail on the head. Like I'm, you know, in my role, I'm operating in someone else's sacrifice, but I think the same thing is true for, for every AO that gets planted. I mean, 
the PACs and, and the, the SiteQs, the Nantans that take their time, invest in, in, in launching these regions, growing these AOs. Uh, I mean, you know, when I go to post in F3, I'm, you know, I, even if, if I'm just showing up to post, I'm operating, I'm exercising, I'm growing stronger because of someone else's sacrifice of time and energy to, to start that AO, to invest in the men in that community and to bring them out and, that, and to help them to grow stronger and get better. So, I mean, it's just, a, it's just an extension of, I think, the F3 culture and, and what's core to our group. Yep. And it's, it's just awesome. So true. He's scratching win, new executive director of the F3 Nation Foundation, SW at F3Nation.com. Brother, we are excited for you for this next journey. And listen, dude, just tune in every week. You want you want to know what these guys are up to and all the amazing things we're doing? We got you covered here on the COT podcast. There's a lot of other places too. We'll make sure you get it. But our goal is to make sure we just keep keep hitting you with stuff to really like these guys are doing too much. They're doing too much. We can't keep up. I got to keep up. Uh, I love it. We're up to. Keep it coming. Well, listen, thank you gentlemen so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. All right, brother. We'll check up with you down the road. Sounds great. All right. Later, Take bro. care. Scratch and win new executive director, F3 nation uh, foundation, exciting times for what's coming there. We got the waiting room filling up before we get to those guys, some high impact men who accelerated their fitness over the weekend. Let's do a couple of quick grow ruck updates. Gobbler gave us a call. The number in Alamo right now for grow ruck Alamo coming up is 142 deep. I can't believe got it. signed up for that thing. Incredible. And the good news, and I know you've been waiting for this. You want the Dallas update, right? Because the me with, guys have been getting chirped. Hit me with the DU, the right? Dallas update. The DFW boys are getting chirped a little bit. They were sitting at three. Well, they've had massive explosion. They got six guys registered at this point. So they heard the call and they signed up. So that's good news. New Orleans, they're well, bringing the 100% 10. increase. Is my math right there? 100% increase. <laughs> New Orleans is bringing 10. They're going to drive that's up amazing. with 10. Albuquerque's coming. Yet Trick's driving 900 miles from St. Louis and the long drive winner signed up for F3 Alamo is Sprocket coming about a thousand miles out of Georgia. So Alamo. Oh, that's a, that's a heavy turn and burn for a yes, weekend. I'm going to tell you, Alamo's take a nap, up some steam. hashtag take a nap. Yes, sir. Now, uh, we've been trying to get our local guys geared up for South Carolina, man, I'm okay? trying, but that's okay. I'm they trying. got, they got marathons and ultra marathons. And My exhortation is not on point, Kitty. But the South Carolina boys uh, have some things cooking, and they've got a deadline looming related to signing up to make sure you get that swag. So our boy Bartman called with an update related to Grow Ruck South Carolina. We'll talk to him, and then we'll be right back with some high-impact men who accelerated their first F this weekend. What's up, fellas? It's Bartman here coming to talk to you about Grow Ruck in South Carolina going to be hosted by F3 Grand Strand, April 30 to May 2nd. It's going to be a great time. We'll probably get ourselves in the water. Uh, yeah, just really looking forward to it. Man, we got over 100 guys signed up for Texas, and we're right at that 100 mark for Grand Strand as well. If you are on the fence, you're thinking about it, think it's something you might want to do, I'll tell you this, you can do it. The team will get you through. And if you want one of the sweet T-shirts – designed by our man Snickers, need to get you registered in the next day or two here. So come get after it, and I'll see you boys under the log. Yes, you will. Yes. What a call. Yeah. The clarity on that was fantastic. Really good. I think he's an audio guy. He Might is an audio guy. Might need to bring him on board. So that's going to be exciting. Yeah, I'm working hard. As you might have seen, I, I put a message out again to our Slack this week. It said, come get you some on Saturday morning. I'm going to lead a 90-minute um, beat down. I and, love it. Um, I love it. 
We're going to do a hard, simu- hard commit, bro. We're going to do a little simulated welcome party, but also a learning opportunity for folks. Like I'm going to do a, a bag out, you know, a load out. Yep. Like this is yep. what a, a visual a ruck ready event, myself. you know, ruck yeah. event ready um, looks like and that kind of stuff. So that way I can just stop texting you every day. Like what kind of bladder should I get? What kind of dry back should I get? <laughs> what kind of shoe should I wear? What kind of underwear bring, should I wear? Bring a pencil. That's right. <laughs> we go into school. Hey, hey, you yeah. want to open the phone lines up? Bro, I'm staring Open at up. four high-impact men. The board's lit up with all callings of callers right. coming. We got, we got calls coming from South Carolina. We got calls coming from Carpex. We got a call coming from the foothills of the mountains. Let's get all these guys in here. We'll Let's admit go. all what we're wanting to do today and not just talk to Scratch and Win about the amazing work that he's doing. But we had noticed this weekend there was a trio of events happening in their eastern part of the F3 Nation, but a trio of events happening where guys were accelerating their first F. And I'm like, you know what? We talk so much about all the amazing work these men are doing in their communities, which is wonderful. But man, it's not by coincidence that these three uh, things were happening all in and around the same time related towards first F acceleration. And they all happen, you know, kind of in the same ecosystem. So three things that happened this weekend that we're going to introduce these guys. One, the Mortimer 100, which I'm told is the most F3-est relay race of all time. Peak elevation. It's in the foothills of North Carolina. You basically just run up a dang mountain for 100. You end up on Howard's Knob, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the MST 100, which our boy Fry Daddy, the creator of the Oakwood 24, has now ventured out into his second race. So the MST 100, which was a 100-miler, a 50-miler, and a 50K option for men and women to go out and compete in. And then you also had the Palmetto 200, so a 200-mile relay race as well. So we're looking at these three events with total first F acceleration. And what you know when you attend one of these is it ain't just first F, it's second F on steroids. And then you get those moments at the top of a mountain or in the middle of a 100-mile race where the third F becomes battling. <laughs> the third F becomes the lead F, yeah, yes, for sure. Yes, sir. So we've got four guys calling in representing the Palmetto 200, not by any official affiliation, but they were there this weekend. Italian job and white hat. So good morning, fellas. Good morning, guys. How are you? Hello. Good morning. Good to hear your voice uh, for us in the studios. Good to see you as well. I also have my man, Cousin Eddie, (laughs) representing the Mortimer 100. Good morning, brother. Hola. How y'all doing? (laughs) Good, man. Good to see you. And... No offense to you other guys, but the stud of all studs, a man who this weekend ran for the second time in his life, 100 miles, Tom Hayes, better known in the F3 gloom as Banjo. What's up, Banjo? Hey, man. How are you guys doing? Good We're morning. doing well. We're doing well. All right, Banjo, let's start with you, and then we'll get to these other guys. So your second 100-mile event in your life, this is the MS, MST Mountain Sea Trail, if I've got that correct, 100, and uh, what a huge weekend. So first of all, Quickly, just tell us a little bit about what was this event. So, uh, you know, it's Friday's inaugural. Uh, I guess this is a real run. Where, not that the Oakwood isn't. That's more was started as a fundraiser. Yep. But this was like an official run, ultra sign up, and all that. And uh, he ain't nobody racing. Ain't nobody racing at the Oakwood, right? Like we're no, there for fellowship and to race somebody. This thing was was the real deal. Yeah, Oakwood, Oakwood's a party, and as I found out, that party makes it a lot easier to complete 100 miles. This was, <laughs> this was no party. All right, so what, and, was, uh, what was the terrain like? What was the course like? And, and brother, for you, uh, how are you feeling post-100 on this one as opposed to when you did 100 back in December? Well, uh, terrain, I've, I've run all but maybe 10 miles of this course over the last year. And uh, I thought it was a 
going into it, I was thinking of my trail running. It's an easier trail run than some of the trail runs I've done. That was not the case after you run a hundred miles of that, that <laughs> stuff. Uh, but it was, it was, it was absolutely brutal. And, uh, How are you it just feet? got harder and harder. And then, you know, you, you don't, you don't have that party scenario that you do at Oakwood where, you know, there's hundreds of people out there and you're passing a big fiesta every two and a half miles. This is, you're out there alone with your pacers. You know, there's a lot of people without pacers, but, uh, luckily I had several pacers with me at all times. So it made that a lot easier, but, um, how I'm feeling afterwards, uh, Sunday was horrible. <laughs> Yesterday was bad. Today I posted in the gloom. <laughs> My man. And How are those feet holding up? Yeah, I know, you, say, I know at one point in the middle of the night, you were getting some uh, some foot surgery from uh, a couple of hymns that were uh, pacing you. I know Parker spent a good deal of, uh, of time with you in the middle of uh, in the middle of probably the darkest part of the pain cave. Um, how, how are those feet feeling this morning? Uh, extremely bruised. Um, and one big giant blister is still like holding out on me. <laughs> but uh, the, the feet are probably the worst part. And I've still got Flintstone feet. They're still all swollen up. Wow. Parker told me this morning on a ruck that you said, hey, I think I got a hot spot on one part of my foot. And he said he looked at your feet and was like, bro, it's all bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, at least he didn't have the heart to tell you that, which is probably good. Hey, before we let you go, Banjo, and get to these other guys, I know you probably have some shout outs, not only for the folks that paced you, but we had a couple of other Carpex guys local to our region that did 100 for the first time ever. Shout out to Large and GTL. And then there are a ton of other people, F3 Raleigh, all these other regions that were at this. So before we let you go, how about some shout outs? Oh, I want to shout out, and, and I'm going to miss somebody, but I had some incredible pacers, and I generally had two pacers with me at all times, which if you ever do something like this, it's perfect because they're carrying on a conversation and all that's doing is entertaining. me. I don't want to respond. I don't necessarily want to talk. Uh, and I just like the, the distraction from how I'm feeling. So, you know, I had Parker and Torpedo and uh, Ramsey and Mr. Safety and Bagels and Lookout and Sky Blue. And then, you know, Michelob and Squatter had an aid station at the turn for 50 miles. And that was just like a big party. I mean, it was a, a place, it was a gathering place for tons of guys. So when I got there on both times, it was just, it was amazing. And then the biggest shout out I want to give is to my sister, Helen, who lives down in Savannah, Georgia, who came up and she stayed with me the entire time, made sure I tried to eat and uh, really took care of me. That's awesome, man. We're so proud of you, the effort that you put in. Proud of Fry for putting this race on, setting his mind on something. I know Jackie's been a big part of it. And then for all the folks that just were a part of it and did it, and we're forgetting tons of people, but just incredible to see the way that that first F was accelerated. Special shout out to the Carpex Nantan shut in for doing his first 50K as well, which was amazing. So just great acceleration there. Banjo, we love you, man. We'll catch up with you down the road. All right. Thank you. See you, bud. Later, All right, man. let's go to the guys who ran that Palmetto 200. We've got Italian Job. We've got White Hat joining us. We're going to get to you, White Hat, in a second because you've got a heck of a story to tell. But, IJ, you've done P200 before, but how was it this year? 
You know, it was really, uh, I have done it before. I think this is my fourth or fifth time. They all run together, but this one was a little bit different. Um, we did not launch from Columbia like we normally do. And we did not end in Charleston like we normally do. We started kind of uh, halfway in between and circled back, made a big loop a couple times and uh, finished up where we needed to. With COVID restrictions, you could tell the, uh, the amount of teams was much lower than normal. Uh, when we launched on Saturday morning at 1030 in the morning, we only launched with three other teams. And oh, wow. historically, you're launching with 10 teams at a time. Um, but uh, I was uh, blessed to be on the same team with White Hat. And uh, and I'm excited to, for you guys to hear his experience. But if my memory serves correctly, we had about 30 F3 teams out of maybe 50 or 60 registered teams. Uh, and maybe about 50 teams registered. And we, we owned the course. Dominated. We absolutely dominated yep. the course. Yep. Um, if a guy got off track, and this is the cool thing about F3 and uh, Palmetto, if a guy gets off track, he waves you down. What's up, brother? I, I met a guy from, uh, from Davidson. He was a little lost. We threw him in the van. We said, look at you where you need to go, brother. Let's go. <laughs> so, uh, we took care of some guys, yeah. but, uh, met men from all over the nation. Um, with a relay style race like this, you're covering 203 and a half miles, uh, with teams ranging from six, nine, 12 men. And the legs range about two and a quarter miles to upwards of 9.8 miles. So when you run, you might run two miles at three o'clock in the afternoon. It might be, you know, nine o'clock in the evening before you run again. It might be a six miler. Uh, with a 12 man team, you're going to run three times. With a nine man team, you run more and then so on and so forth. Yep. But uh, this one was a little bit different just because it was smaller in numbers, but F3 was there in full force, rocking F3 shirts from across the nation. Beautiful. Stamping each other's vans. It was a good yep. time. We really good had a great time. time. We, we noticed the same thing on BRR 2020 where. I think we had 60%, 70% of the field was F3 teams, which was awesome. All right, White Hat. Um, so running the P200 for the first time ever, I mean, it's grueling. It's got some pain involved in it. But shoot, man, I mean, you beat kidney cancer six months ago. So what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> I, I, I don't think anybody has any excuses at this point. Um, yeah. So as a person uh, who ran zero miles between 2014 and 2016, um, posted at my first F3 workout, um, August 2017. I uh, ran about a quarter mile before I had to stop and, and was sucking wind there for a minute. So, uh, and now I've turned into a full fledged runner. So, this is my third P P200 consecutively, <laughs> wow. and I'm training for my second half marathon in wow. as many years. So, tell uh, us about your journey, man. I mean, you know, uh, things get thrown at you in life. For you, this diagnosis, mm -hmm. the battle back through it, mm -hmm. uh, to be able to come out on the other side, just what is, what is that perspective like? Well, um, not something I could have imagined a couple of years ago. My family has a history of kidney cancer. I lost two uncles to it, my grandfather to it. My dad had a kidney removed wow. um, when he was about my age, I think. And so we kind of knew this was coming, and it was an unrelated medical thing where they did a CT scan and uh, they came at me with the, the whole cringe, just like you should probably get your kidneys checked out. And so we went for a CT scan and subsequently an MRI. And, and uh, they're like, you have um, a disorder in your kidneys that's degenerative over time. And um, your kidney function is just going to decrease quicker than everybody else's. So um, I wasn't really worried about it because they're like, you know, 70, 75, you, you might be on to get dialysis or be looking for a kidney transplant. So I'm like, yeah, I've, I've got some time. And during one of the tests, they noticed a, a spot that was enhancing, just a cancer term. They do a scan, they inject dye, and they scan again. And once they do that, they noticed one particular spot that was very concerning. 
Um, so I went through the diagnosis and, and kept the F3 workouts going the whole time. Uh, no reason to slow down because I felt great. Um, as far as my mood, had I not had those scans, I never would have known that anything was wrong. Uh, so getting that diagnosis and scheduling the surgery for late August 2020, uh, coming up on that, I've, I posted up until three days before. I queued my I queued the workout. I think it was Wednesday, and then Thursday was in for surgery. Um, so I had no intention of slowing down at that point. Uh, having the surgery, spent the night in the hospital, got home the next day, and it was maybe six weeks before I could do anything except walk. And, and that was tough. No cardio, no nothing. And having to start over pretty much from scratch in what would have been October, November, and uh, Palmetto's 200 training starts in January. Uh, so just kind of working up, and, and I can tell I'm slower. Uh, there's a little bit more fatigue now. Um, but that surgery was minor. Um, and if you have to have cancer, that's probably the best way to have it. Um, early diagnosis, minor procedure to remove it, and uh, moving forward from that to, to know that that's taken care of and handled and there's nothing else to worry about right now is, mm -hmm. is a big load off. Wow. It's incredible now, to be now why have we we don't want to leave this part out how much weight have you lost prior to f3 and and where you are now mm -hmm. um so it was a it's always been a struggle uh since getting out of the since getting out of the army and i had you know big struggles with my weight and a lot of that was ptsd um that i suffered uh from being in iraq and and kuwait um so just eating my feelings and hiding um i lost several years of my life that i just don't remember um due to that and went up from, I guess I was about 165 when I was discharged, all the way up to uh, 292. And at that point, we're like, you know what, something's got to change. And, and I just had a kickstart. So I guess about 2015, the weight started decreasing. And maybe six months after starting F3, I was down 100 pounds. Whoa. Yeah. Turbo. Yes. <laughs> great, great job, bro. It's, e it's easier to, to run. It's easy to run when you don't have that extra it, hundo it, on there. It is. It yeah. is. You know, um, we go from having to uh, tow the wheelbarrow, you know, for the, for the, the FUPA mm -hmm. and uh, just get ready to, to knock it out. And, you know, COVID kind of hit me and gained a few more pounds back, but uh, um, that's not sticking around for long. I'm staying carved up for the, the runs, the half marathon coming up. But after that, um, this weight's coming off. I'm, I'm sick of the little bit that I've gained back and we're yep. going to get back on track after this half marathon. Bro the things that have happened in your life and the the hurdles you've jumped over, there ain't no doubt that's going to happen, man. Love you guys. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing just a little bit of that story. I feel like we could probably talk for an hour and a half, two hours about these things mm -hmm. at, in due Congrats, time. Congrats guys. In due yeah. time. Congrats. Great work. You're an inspiration there, yeah. man. That's awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, boys, catch up with you guys down the road. Appreciate yeah. you. Right, Appreciate you guys. Thanks guys. Yeah, Appreciate you. Let's go to the third most handsome guy on the call today none other than cousin eddie <laughs> coming from uh what we like to call really is god's country out in that part of the great state of north carolina in that hickory area man you just start heading up the mountain and things just get better and better every step of the way altitude affects right. attitude um, you get up to That's about right. three thousand three hundred and thirty three feet and it's all good so the man behind the mortimer 100 what's up brother how y'all doing today Good man. We're great, man. We're good. Man. Hearing, good, hearing good. from guys like you just doing epic things, mm -hmm. uh, solo together, team. I mean, it's just this is why we're here and doing what we do, man. Well, so y'all cranked us about up the it. marketing machine for that thing. That's for sure. <laughs> we we tried. Is my connection okay? Because you know we're up here in the sticks. I don't know. Internet yeah, still is good, a little bro. dicey up here. You okay, sound great. Good. You got that dial up. You sound good. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You got an AOL account, old man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll email you later. Okay. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> Setting away right, so message. 
tell us a little bit about uh, this event, what it's been like the last couple of years and how things go this year. Yeah. So this, this kind of started um, the race kind of was spawned from two ideas. Really. One was um, our region's pretty big. We've got AOs from uh, Conover up to Lenore and that, that's about a 30 minute span uh, drive. And originally, I guess three, four years ago, I kind of kept it myself, but had thought of a, of a way to do like a, a hundred mile relay in our region and um, thought it'd be kind of cool. And, that was sort of what spawned it. But then what really spawned it to put it where it was, was that my pops and my, uh, my 2.0 and I were driving around uh, the Wilson Creek area, which is just a really rugged, you guys know about it. It's just a rugged, nasty, untamed wilderness just south of Boone. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were driving around and we came up to this road that, was the steepest thing I've ever seen. And it was just disgusting. And this was us driving it. And I remember thinking to myself, this is like some idiot needs to run this. Somebody (laughs) needs to do something with this. And sure enough, it just kind of turned into to the Mortimer 100. And and it took about a year to to really figure out routes. And and, uh, believe it or not, was was safely like to to pick safe routes. I'm sure people Mm -hmm. that ran it this year may disagree with me, but um, it took a lot of planning to, to figure all that out and to split it into 18 legs. Um, so we did it last year with eight teams and it was roughly eight, um, or excuse me, a hundred miles. I think it was 104 miles and we have 12,000 feet of gain in those 104 miles this year, mm-hmm. your boy, um, Friday, I think, I think he was the one that suggested, why don't you add a couple of trails? So that, that, that got me sniffing. You on don't a couple need of trails. him to consult on anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, tell me about it. Well, he had just finished it. Yeah. And um, of course he did. So he, he said, hey, I, I got a way you can make this way worse. <laughs> yeah. And, and I hope I'm crediting the right person. I think it was him. But so I started looking at some trails. And sure enough, we got to where we uh, this the running this year was 108 miles and 14,000 feet of elevation. Wow. And we had three of the legs were um, trails. One of them was fairly harrowing uh we, we had a uh, two rucking teams and they were reporting back to me because they started a little bit earlier than uh, some of the other guys in leg eight which is fairly infamous now took uh eight hours to complete no excuse me four hours to complete it's eight miles um wow. yeah so it was it's a little on the rugged <laughs> side up there uh but but i think everybody had a good time cousin, <laughs> cousin you said Somebody needs to run, some idiot needs to run this thing. And then you're like, and I'm that idiot. <laughs> Narrator, that idiot was Cousin Eddie. <laughs> That's amazing, man. Well, listen, I can't, yeah. I, I, I kind of want to speak from a co-host here, but we got to get up there. We got to get yeah. up there. We got to get over there. I like the idea well, of rucking I, it. You don't you you have to come. <laughs> what? Here, here's the here's no, thing. We have, if to come. HC, we have to come. We have to come. Okay. Well then, all right. We have, That's to. It. We have to run it next year. We have to. Absolutely. We have you, you talk about Boone like 50% of your podcast. So, I know. Yeah, come on. Let's go. Well, speaking of Boone, happy anniversary to Boone. F3 Boone launched two years ago today. Um, but on your team, right, was was Kodak on your team and Slaughter? Is that was that your crew? Was that a different team? No, that that was the the Boone crowd. They had That's a mix the of, crowd. Uh, of the Gateway to Gastonia crowd and Boone <laughs> are all one team. And, uh, and we, yeah, we had guys from, uh, from the gateway to Gastonia, mm-hmm. also known as Metro. Some people call it that, um, Gastonia, Foothills, Boone, 
the Iron Packs boys joined us, which nice. was fun. Nice. And uh, a couple guys done in Mecca. Cool. And well, we just actually absorbed one of your uh, hickory packs here, Peaches. Little Peach. He just moved. He posted for the first time this morning, and he got introduced to uh, Q Form Week, where somebody from another region came in and started doing clapping burpees and threw him for a big old loop. He does He does not like those, and, and I'll speak for uh, the guys in Foothills. We don't either. So Wait, No, we are that, team that's no clap. Carpex is team no clap. So, <laughs> so glad to hear that. <laughs> you guys just divided the nation right down the middle. It's all hey, right. Family calls him Hoot Bowman. Get- we affectionately refer to him as Cousin Eddie. He's the founder, creator, madman, the idiot behind the Mortimer 100. Brother, 14,000 feet of elevation gain over eight, 108 miles. That ain't no joke. You are nope. a sick SOB. <laughs> Love you for it. All right? Love you too, awesome, guys. Man. We'll see you out here next year. All right, right? brother. We'll catch up with you Sounds down good, the road. I think we got a hard commitment next year, Jamie. I, 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 look, I don't think we have a choice. I'm, this I'm, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing Dude, you. We got some more things to get to. Holy heck. It's been a full show already, Holy and heck. we ain't even White halfway hat, down bro. the sheet. Dude, White Hat. We got a lot well, to unpack with White Hat. Incredibly. Yeah, I'd like to know more of his story. story. Hey, this week, uh, if you're looking on your calendar, and I know you are, we're officially into Mental Battle Week. So not to be lost in the shuffle of all these amazing things is after Mental Battle Week. There's no Oyo rallying cry around 327, which will be this coming Saturday. Of course, our boy Drop Throw, running point on all things like that. Even Yat Trick out of St. Louis creating great things so let's check in with drop thrill talking about what they've got planned and how you can get involved for this f3 mental battle week cot podcast it is drop thrill it is mental battle week it's the week we've been talking about for a couple weeks now uh so just a few reminders uh this is the week uh if you can get out there uh check out the mental battle workout it's on at f3 battle on twitter um, that's just a guide, you know, just a suggestion, you know, work it around, you know, what works for you guys. But the main thing is to be talking about uh, mental battle, mental health, all that sort of thing uh, in your workouts or uh, some other time as well. Uh, a couple of reminders, check out the 43 Feet podcast um, from a week or two ago, uh, the roundtable from this Friday that just dropped. Uh, both of those are about the mental battle. Um, and then just a reminder, if you – do a uh, mental battle workout if you would do me a favor and just tag at F3 Battle on Twitter. Or if you're just on the Nation Slack, you can send those to me at Drop Thrill on the Nation Slack channel. With all that, Thrill is gone. I got to go. Let me, drive, let me drive home that last point because he's right. Be sure to tag them and all that so they can help uh, grab all that together in one place. You said you're queuing a 90-minute workout with a welcome party at the beginning. You probably got some time in the middle in there. To maybe th- throw some of this mental battle. Yeah, stuff no, I'll go do back what you and gotta um, do big cat, but I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I'll go back and and pull that um, pull that workout off the the Noyo mental battle Twitter handle that he just mentioned. Yep. I can't remember what he just said, but at F3 battle. The there it is. That's the one. N O O Y O hashtag No O Yo or that at F. Yeah, I've already been stewing on what I'm going to put everybody through on Saturday morning and. uh I'll, I'll, I can weave that in. Here's That's some no more problem. meat and potatoes for your stew. Yeah. Man. You know what's Appetizer. amazing? You know what's what? amazing? Mm-hmm. Bones has a health tip for us this week, and it's connected to the mental battle. So let's Would check I expect in anything less? Right. Professional. Professional. We're checking with Bones. We're going to come back. We're going to talk Q-Point real quick, and then we'll get you guys out of here after a mm-hmm. quote with Rapido. Here's Bones. Hello, COT Podcast. It's another great day for wellness. This is Bones with a health tip for the packs of F3 Nation. 
March is the month of No-Oyo and bringing awareness of the mental battle that is a real challenge for many packs across the nation. There has been great discussions around the resources available and even a special workout to bring attention to it. Speaking up, being vulnerable, and looking for those packs that may be struggling are all great strategies to combat the destruction that this battle can create. But what about nutrition? Are there strategies that one could implement to help win this battle? Well, it turns out that there are many proven vitamins and minerals that can have profound impact on your mood, anxiety, and overall mental well-being. If you're looking for a vitamin that is best for mental health and energy, then the vitamin B family is the best for you. Vitamin B, in almost all its forms, boosts mental wellness and is found to help with memory impairment, confusion, lack of coordination, fatigue, irritability, chronic pain, and depression. You can include vitamin B in your daily diet by adding the following food items. Dark leafy vegetables like broccoli and spinach, meat, seeds and nuts, fruits, milk and cheese. Another amazing vitamin to reduce the symptoms of depression and uplift your mood is vitamin C. This vitamin is also found to reduce psychological distress, mood disturbances, and anxiety. It also works as the shield for our memory and thinking as we age. There are a wide variety of fruits and vegetables that are rich in vitamin C, such as oranges, tomatoes, strawberries, kiwi, bell pepper, sweet potatoes, papaya, cauliflower, cantaloupe, and broccoli. Omega-3 is the best mineral for mood enhancement. It is found to be beneficial in reducing symptoms of various mental health conditions like post-traumatic stress disorder, depression, and bipolar disorder. Omega-3 is also found to benefit mild memory loss, enhance our memory, and improve overall brain functioning. Fish and other seafood are the best sources of omega-3, along with other food items like salmon, tuna, sardines, flaxseed, chia seeds, walnuts, cod liver oil, oysters, and caviar. So PAX boost your mental health by boosting these vitamins and minerals in your diet. Remember, the mental battle is real, so no oyo, and make sure to reach out to the packs around you if you're struggling or notice another pack struggling. Kitty and Repito, keep up the good work, men. This has been Bones guiding the packs of F3 Nation on their hunt for wellness. Gotta go. All right, while you're queuing up that quote worth Repito, mm-hmm. let me just mention the cue point for Thank the you, week. Bones. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, Bones, as always. In greater alignment with our F3Q source brethren. Uh, and if you are listening to the F3 Nation podcast channel, you heard Q1.6 coming out of the archives, talking about shorties yesterday. Something for you guys to think about, right? Shorties, your kids, your 2.0s. You know, in the grand scheme of things, your time, your children, it, it's limited in scope. And we've got precious years and kind of moments that can go by pretty quickly. So what are you doing to take advantage of those? Highly recommend you guys not only listen to that archive Q1.6 talking about shorties, but check in with the men on the F3 Nation Twitter account talking about uh, this Q point for the week. They're uh, at F3 Q source if you're on the Twitter machine. They're also F3Nation.com slash Q. And if that aligns with where you're at in your weekly pursuit of the Q source material, uh, highly recommend you go check that out and just take a little time this week. Think about those moments, those moments with those little ones, they watch and see everything. And uh, those moments cannot be underestimated, good or bad. Mm-hmm. And how they, they are, are massive sponges, these 2.0s. Yeah. 
Yeah, appreciate those men at the Q Source team for constantly just pushing the material out and connecting to you, you guys to this thing that that we like to believe is uh, foundational principles to what mm-hmm. we're uh, what we're talking about here. All right, before we go, big dog, what you got? Yeah, so wanted to do two things. Um, we'll get to quote with Rapido here in a second, and then to follow up on something from last week where we talked about asking for feedback, and we got some folks that send us in a few things and. Um, more praises than uh, suggestions, which is always fun. We are we are humbled at those comments and, and appreciate that. But guys, um, for the second week in a row, if there's there's things you want to see here, if there's things that you want us to dive in deeper on, or or do do some things more than others, and some things not at all, please send that information our way. We are we are welcome to the to those um, suggestions. You can hit find us on Slack, on Twitter, um, all of those great places, and. In wrapping up some of the sort of things we've been building on in terms of quotes the last few mm-hmm. weeks, um, I had something hit my inbox and I can't remember if it was a daily stoic on Saturday or something, but something came across and I was like, whoa, that that meshes and gels quite nicely. So again, one of these where I'll, I'll say the quote, see if you can come up with who said it. All right. As I, think a, I think I'm over 20 at this point. That's, that's okay. So give or take. As a well-spent day brings happy sleep. So a life well spent brings happy death. Say it one more time. As a well spent day brings happy sleep. So a life well spent mm. brings happy death. Beautiful. Beautiful. I mean, that's it, got to be like a, I mean, is it like an Aristotle, a Socrates? That sounds like a deep, deep thinker from a long time ago. Close. Am I heading in that? I, I'm heading. You, you're in. You're in the ballpark. I don't know. If, around uh, that lets me feel. You're like on the dance floor. A, I don't know if you can hear mo- the band, but it's not a modern day. It's not a modern day quote. No, that's uh, that's your boy Da Vinci. Leonardo ah, da Vinci. Leonardo Da Vinci. Da Vinci. Paisan. Paisan no less. <laughs> right, but if you think about all the things we talk about, and you you know we're we're hammering home, getting yeah. into the Q source yeah. and four quadrants of getting right, so you can live right, so you can lead right, so then you can leave right. That's exactly what he was talking about however many years ago, right? I mean, it's it's really interesting how a lot of things are are coming full circle on on the things we talk about, the things we read, the things that come across our radars for whatever reason at whatever yeah. time. Um, so that's well, where we are this week. Principles, right? That, that archived episode Q one point six. I think it's archive episode thirty nine. If I'm if I got it right in my brain. That was from 2019. I mean, I know it's only two years ago, but that still is timeless, right? But mm-hmm. these ideas, these these principles are, are timeless notions that uh, if you're going to serve others, you got to take care of yourself first, right? If you're going to serve others, you got to be living, right? You got to be constantly doing these things. Mm-hmm. You got to be leading where you can as well. And then you got, ultimately, you have to leave. You got to leave a legacy behind. You've got to leave. You can't take it with you. And all that speaks to that. And right. uh, it's not by accident. It's not by coincidence, my friend. No, I, I completely agree. And I think the more you and I have had our, our experiences in the gloom together and, and in deep conversations and, and connecting here mm-hmm. on the podcast with others and, and reading the Q source and reading the books and, and bouncing ideas off of one another. I mean, yep. the way that we're able to sort of think about things in different perspectives than you and I might have been thinking about things just a mere couple of years ago is is quite something when you think about the journey from there to here yeah, and also the anticipation and excitement of where we might still continue to be able to go. Yep. Um, yep. I'm pretty pumped about that. So. And full circle with our man scratching wind meeting us at the front of the show to talk about where we can take 
what you guys are mm-hmm. doing and and uh, and carry it forward from there. Brothers, good to see you this morning. Good to ruck with you. Good to ruck with my man, Stinking Lincoln. Well, he's not a man, but he's a dog. But either way, it was cool. It's about a vertical surface on that five and a half mile trek that he I didn't, didn't know that dog leg could pee so much. Good lord, man! The tank goes empty and the leg still goes up. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Men of F3 Nation, if another man doesn't tell you this day, we love you. The nation loves you and go out there and keep getting after it. We got to go. This has been the COT Podcast, connecting the packs of F3 Nation to something bigger than themselves. Please rate and review the show and share it with your F3 brothers, friends, family, and sad clowns who might need a little F3 in their lives. Follow all things F3 on Twitter at F3 Nation and follow our show at F3 COT Podcast. I'm Brian Jodis, 39. Hello, Kitty. And I'm Jamie Roseboro, 37. Rapido. And this has been the COT Podcast.